Oh, yes, it does. <laughs> well, it's just not as much fun when you say, is this how it's going to start? You should just let it go. Sorry, and assume. You can edit that part out, and, and, and now you can go again. Unless there's something, like, you know, inflammatory said on it that can like, get sued. Yes. By the, which, which or when Jake that, that's, made, that's part of my news this week that I'm going to share that we might not have to worry about that too much anymore. But anyways... Oh. Uh, welcome to a new episode of True North Nerds. Yay! So this week, Kevin is off uh, doing his theater thing and acting. Hi, yeah. Kevin! <laughs> oh, yeah, because he'll probably listen to this. See if we're talking about him. Oh, we we're totally talking are. about him. Which we, we technically are right now, so, yeah. Um, so in the meantime, it's just the three of us. So it's Ryan. That's me. Jen. Hello. You have to talk into the mic, dear. I did. Hello. And me, Brent. The mic is far away. So uh, this week is uh, there's we haven't gone and seen a movie this week. We we got a respite and in the summer there was a well yeah because this weekend it starts all over again yeah because Incredibles two comes out this weekend <gasps> and, then and then Jurassic World, World the following weekend again and then there's something else after that I oh think, I don't know I, I can't even think that far ahead oh it's going, yeah but if you look at it it's now going into like September October. And then you get, like, a relief in, like, the first couple weeks of November, and then it starts all over again. Yep. I think Incredibles 2 is the movie that I am the most looking forward to out of every movie this summer. Yeah, it does look good. And we are going to review it, but we have not seen it yet, because Disney uh, has not sent us an advanced screener. Nor it, must, have they... it must be in the mail somewhere. Yeah, uh, because <laughs> we're, we're good friends with the people. Well, they, yeah, they listen totally. to the show. But, uh, so we are going to talk about uh, anime, because it's, uh, it's something that Kevin's a little into, but not really, and the, the three and of us... And since he's not here... Yeah, then the three of us kind of are into it. Well, Jen's rather into it. I used to be rather into it, because I'm an old codger that I, I like my I like my anime. I like my robots, and I like my... <laughs> yeah, slightly crappy and uh, horribly dubbed. <laughs> and... <laughs> And uh, Ryan kind of sits in the middle between both of those because his anime is kind of in the middle of both uh, the past and the yeah. It's the not yeah. It's not one well, even the present is like you know, well, it's twenty a, years ago yeah, present or it's like also fifteen a show that's been running for like God knows how long. Yeah, yeah. My my anime. Well, I guess there's been my anime that I'm into right now is. Uh, Redos of the anime I was into as a teenager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I'm not really into anime that's modern. I'm just I just like the the redos. Mm. And even then, I'm like, this isn't the same as the original. And you'll hear more later. So we will start with the news this week. It's uh, yeah, all it's kinds of different stuff. And there's a couple of sad notes and a couple of good notes, too, that we'll throw in there a little I'll bit. I'll you but. do the sad stuff. I don't write the sad stuff down. Yeah, so. I know. Um, uh, go ahead and start off. Well, okay. So we got, 
a whole bunch of new trailers since we last recorded. Yes. So we got the Bumblebee Transformer movie that's like possibly a reboot because they decided they're not doing any more after the last you know, one was so wonderfully received. Mm. Um, John Cena's in it. Yep. Bumblebee is a Volkswagen. Yep. Yay. Um, and it's a, a female lead. And a female lead. Yep. I don't know what her name is. I don't know either. Uh, but yeah, no. as far as, you know, teaser trailers for a Transformer movie goes, it piqued my interest. I'll, yep. I'll watch it. I will admit, I, I what didn't really catch me at all other than when we see Starscream fly up and, and he's, he's painted like Starscream from the cartoons. Yeah. Gray and red. Zero and blue. interest in the Transformers movie. Yeah. yeah, but you don't like giant robots, so not a huge fan. You're missing no. out. Yeah, but I, I think it's one I of like those plot. So if if I had to, if I gave you the choice of watching like one of the Michael Bay ones or the animated one from when we were kids, oh my which god, one would the you animated choose? one, yeah. hands down. Well, I'd, I'd, I don't even have to think about that. I'd pick that too. Yeah, well, that's but, true. But at least, so this one's not done by Michael Bay. He's yeah, but it's still Michael Bay esque. Like it yeah. looks, they look like the Michael Bay Transformers. But see, so you're gonna start complaining about the look of the Transformers. They're too robotic for me. Is that an un- well, thing? <laughs> I thought you were gonna complain that they're too organic looking. No, and, they're too robotic gray. looking. But you can't make them as smooth and boxy as the cartoon and no, have no, it make no. sense. There's there had to be a way to make them look a little different from one another, though. Oh, that's for sure. That's complaint. that's a valid, you know. The fact that they're all gray, and when they start fighting, it's hard to tell who's who. Yeah, you can't even tell the good guys from the bad guys when they're fighting. So yeah. I, I like I think the perfect metaphor from it was one of, from one of the honest trailers. I think it <laughs> might have been about all the uh, the Transformer movies. It was my virus update. Ah, uh, it updated. I heard. I was going to. Um, was comparing the the robot fights to uh, watching two. Junk piles that reenact parts of the Kama Sutra. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. Yep. A scrap heap involved in an orgy was another one, and it's like there's just I don't know what you would have done def- differently. Yeah. I mean, I, think, but, I think I saw the first two. Well, the first one's fine. The second one's rough. The third one's good. Fourth is eh. Fifth is eh. Is that the first one? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I've definitely seen the first one. Honestly, I don't think they're terrible movies. I just don't think. Oh, there's worse movies out there. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. There's definitely worse movies out there. And I've seen some. (laughs) But I almost tend to fall asleep during them. That's kind of worse. You know, a mediocre movie is, in my mind, is worse than a terrible movie. Because usually a terrible movie, they were trying for something and just failed. This just kind of, you know, this just kind of goes, walks the line, everybody likes it, and kind of, or go sees it, and they make a shit ton of money for it. But we also have to remember, as much as we think we're the key demographic, we're not not the key demographic. We were the key demographic 30 years ago. Yeah. And and my nephews, they will drop out a hat to watch it. Oh, yeah. So, you know. And that's great, because that's what, you know, that's who it's meant for. It's meant for kids. We just want it to be meant for us. So we saw that trailer. So we saw that trailer. Uh, we got Wreck It Ralph two. Ralph what? wrecks that the internet. Good. Or sorry, I can't Ralph, wait. It's not. It's not Ralph wrecks the internet. It's Ralph breaks the internet. Breaks the internet. And then the whole part of the trailer, he's like, "Well, why isn't it wrecks the internet? That's me. It's I my name. Things. I wreck things." <laughs> 
And in this movie, they've gone full Disney. Oh, yeah. We get a little bit of Marvel, a little bit of Star oh. Wars. And a lot, lot of princesses. princesses. Oh, yeah, that's great, too. Are you a Disney princess? And they go through the whole checklist, and they're like, can you, what was it? Can you only succeed if there's a man with no, do, you? Do people no. think that oh, the only reason you've succeeded is because a man came into your life? Oh, yeah. And she was like, yeah, what's up with that? <gasps> you are a princess. <laughs> Yeah, that I, I'm uh, looking forward to that one. Yeah, well, I loved the first one. Well, same. It's one of those really ones good. that I've, I think I've only actually watched it once. It's one of those like I didn't see it in the theater. I saw mm. it eventually. Oh, we it kind of it. just went under my radar. We, we'll watch it again before. I think, we, I think we saw it twice in theater. It's so good. Yeah, it's so good. And I like I said with it's just up. It's right up there with the Incredibles two for me. I'm more looking forward to the Incredibles two. Um, just because it's been so long and I really well, love yeah. that movie. But Wreck It Ralph is fan freaking tastic. Yeah. I hope it I hope it keeps up the the quality that the, the first one did. Well, so far so. from the trailers, it looks like it is. Yeah, no. Unless it does. those are all the funny parts. Yeah. Hi, and Petra. Wasn't there something else in there too? Oh, there was more. Oh. There was Lego movie two. Oh, I didn't see yeah, that. Yeah, that one. looked all right. Oh, you haven't seen that one? You Did should I watch that, that one? one. No, uh, maybe you were away that day. Yeah, I don't think I saw that yeah. one. Yeah, it starts go off full with on Mad Max. Yeah, it's, the, like, the it's been years. Year, it's like years later. The year is later. No, it's, 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 it's not, not the year is later. It's years later. Oh. Not you know, but uh, yeah, there's like an alien that shows up and abducts a bunch of the master builders and to take them to the solar system. But the sister, more or less saying it's a sister solar system. Yeah. Which a lot of which makes the speculation is that as far as the story with the human side, it's now involving, you know, the boy and his sister learning to play together. Oh, yeah. And because and that was like the the main amazing thing about the, the original Lego is that it made the human side a real good poignant story in yeah it. oh yeah that you and i then, totally didn't see coming until it actually happened i was like wait what now we're in the real world yeah exactly yeah. it was great and as the, especially since like i wasn't sure if they were going to bother with that this round because the lego batman movie they don't no do and same with all, the, i don't right? think they're doing that ninjago I, I haven't seen it so um, i don't know oh, lego batman is so funny <laughs> <laughs> uh and then well we got a second predator trailer yeah yeah, I think I like this trailer better than I the do, first one. Yeah, I I do like it more. Um, I just don't. It's one of those things that like I'm. It's it's one of those rare occasions where I'm pinning all my hopes on the dude who made it because like I would say the least enjoyable movie out of Shane Black's uh, career is either Last Boy Scout. Which is a fun. I still, movie. I like that movie. Yeah, no, but it's it's either that or Iron Man three, which I also like. Yep, they're they're not as good as some of his other movies, like Die Hard or not Die Hard, uh, Lethal Weapon, but they're still pretty solid. Yeah, and I'm I'm hoping that's what happens with this. Is I'll go in expecting uh, not so much, and he pulls a, a rabbit out of the hat, and we get a good solid movie out of it. But this trailer makes it look like it might be connected to Predators, which I wasn't expecting, which was the the Robert Rodriguez produced How one. How did it show Because we have two Predators in this trailer. Yeah. And one's much bigger and meaner looking. Yeah. Which was kind of the plot line of the the other Predator. And did you oh. see Predators? 
You fell asleep I, during it, didn't no, you? No, no, no. It's one of those ones that I see it on TV all the time. Yeah. I watch parts of it, but I've never seen the whole thing from start to finish mm. in one okay. sitting. So they're, they're, So I don't even think I've ever even seen the very end of it. In that one, there is a bigger, badder predator that, okay. they, that they show that there's like two different types, apparently. And there's a war be- going on between them or something. Yeah. Which was honestly... With this movie was the thought uh, the thing I thought they were going to completely ignore, but it looks like they're they're tapping into it a little bit. Okay, so. I just remember that one too is uh, Topher Grace is like some kind of sociopath or something yep. like serial killer guy who's like pretending the whole time that he's oh I'm innocent why am I here? It's got a very fun cast to it really. And yeah, Danny Trejo's in it and Lord, is Lawrence Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne's Fishburne, in yeah. it playing well. Yeah. So his Lawrence Fishburne's character in that, that was Arnold's character. That was supposed to be Arnold Schwarzenegger's character from the original movie. Oh, really? And Arnold either didn't want to do it or they couldn't meet his price or whatever it was. Because the idea, like, if you think about it, that's kind of cool. Is they, so he beat one of their predators, so they kidnap him as part of, yeah, that's and he's exactly just been was. there for so long and has just gone nuts, yeah. right? And so. Hmm. But the the second trailer looks okay. Uh, I'm going to see it regardless because well, I yeah. I like the Predator movies. I even not so much AVP one, but AVP two isn't terrible. I th- I think it's fun. I've seen see I've seen both of those. Yeah. I have no comment. <laughs> I'm I'm glad I don't have to watch it. <laughs> I'm excusing myself from that podcast. Um, I'm not sure that rates a podcast. No, <laughs> then maybe we, gets a mention of it. Oh, yeah. hey, we went and saw this, and it was all right. Or it was, don't waste your money. Uh, so we got some E3 announcements. Yeah, um, as we record this, E3 is into its second official day. But uh, but over the weekend there they, was the Microsoft they, yeah, and Microsoft Sony and everybody EA kind of blew their loads yeah. all over the place. <laughs> So the big one, one of the big ones that I picked up on the well, one of the first ones, uh, EA announced a new Star Wars game. Yeah, uh, it's not for a while though. It's like holiday season of 2019, but it's being maybe so 2020 yeah, exactly. for it. But it's being made by Respawn, and they're the studio that brought us Titanfall oh. and Titanfall Two. Yes. So I love those games. The movement is fluid and fast paced, mm-hmm. uh, so I can totally see them doing. I kind of hope it's like a third person. Well, didn't they say it's going to be a third person, like game? RP, RPG type game? Well, or something? yeah, because it's what's it called, Fall of the Jedi or something like uh, that. It's it Jedi takes... Fallen Order. Order. So <laughs> Jedi the... fall down. Go yeah. boom. Go boom. Uh, takes place between episodes three and four. During what is what used to be referred to as the Purge, but I don't know if they're calling no, like it that the, anymore. It's like the Dark Times. Yeah. Where Vader's going out and hunting down Jedi. Woo! And apparently only two of them get away. Maybe three. Yeah. Anakin can really hold a grudge. Yeah, well. It's weird, though. The guy that he holds the most grudge about, he can't find. Well, because he's on that planet that he just doesn't want to go to because yeah, of all that damn it's sand. Yeah. Sand. <laughs> You'd think he'd go there to visit his mom, though. Like his, his mom's mom, dead. Yeah, but his mom's grave's there. Yeah. And... Well, he's not really a good person. Could you imagine Darth Vader showing up at the uh, at, at the at their farm? 
Well, he may have. We don't. <laughs> well, you would think if he showed up there, he would sense that Luke's his son. Yeah, or that there was yeah, a Jedi that's true. Nearby. That's a, that's always the plot hole between in that that theory that it's Vader that destroys them for whatever reason in Episode Four. Oh, it's one of those fan theories that. Oh, like, see, that's never that's one. That's I, why they're burnt. I've never. No, see, I, I thought it was Boba Fett. That's, Boba Fett's that's the fan theory the I've always ones. heard. Yeah, there's not, a couple of them. Okay. Huh. Um, uh, where to next? Oh, so we got some DC streaming service news. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounds like it's going to be released in August. Really? That's what the one of the uh, head guys was saying at some press conference uh, last week. What's going to be on it? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Well, Titans is, I think, almost yeah. done filming. Uh, well, or yeah, at least midway through still, filming. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Young Justice has got to be getting close to being done. Yeah, well, the, the voice recording we know is done. They, and, uh, then, and that's usually one of the last things they do. One of the things they've said is that, as pro- along with this new stuff and some older stuff, there's going to be a bunch of you know comics available. Like comic libraries available. Oh. So I don't know if you'll be able to like... Yeah, like, like oh. download them. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the streaming service is, how it comes out. And we may not even know because we're Canadian. Yeah, we and may not get may it. Be, we might not be able to get it because of rights issues. Because well, who knows what what the deals are for some of those shows up here, right? Yeah. And so only time will tell with that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, so, oh, sorry, I'm just going through my list. Which okay. isn't that big. Uh, so some more E3 announcements. Uh, new Halo game coming. Which makes yeah, me yeah. Halo Infinity. Uh, other than the surprise trailer to start off the Microsoft uh, panel at uh Was it really E3. that big of a surprise, though? Well, there hadn't been any talk of, of there being... No, yes, there was going to be another Halo game. Everybody, you know, It's a moneymaker. Yeah. They'll make one. It's, but it, it wasn't one of those things saying, oh, you know, we're going to see a new Halo trailer at uh, at E3 this year. Yeah. At least I hadn't seen that anywhere. Um, and then, so, yeah, it just... So they started their, their presentation with that trailer. Mm. And everybody lost their shit? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what that what that's what happens with most of the trailers, unless they go buggy and go garbagey right off the bat. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and then so, someone gets fired. Yes, <laughs> there was. Uh, I saw a thing. It was a couple of years ago. Uh, one of the Uncharted games, they were demoing the gameplay trailer for it. So some like actual game engine footage, and, and they it bugged out right off the bat. And well, the wasn't Nathan it, Drake wasn't moving nothing. Wasn't it supposed to be that the guy on stage was like they were doing like a live demo of that? Wasn't it? Yeah, it was a live so, demo yeah. of the footage. Um, <laughs> to, oh, but uh, also to their credit, Naughty Dog put in an achievement in that game that if you recreate that scene, so like when you start at that level and don't do anything for like five minutes, you get an achievement for it. Oh, nice. <laughs> so at least they have a sense of humor, but. Uh, oh, and then they, so they did, uh, they also, uh, unveiled a, uh, that there's going to be three new Gears of War games, uh, Gears of War five, continuing yep. the numbered series on, there's going to be like, um, uh, a turn-based strategy, like, um, what? like, like, like X, X, XCOM. Thank you. My, my tongue got yeah, tied there. Uh, I was kind of surprised by that because Halo attempt has attempted that twice now. And yeah, but theirs yeah. was more like Command and Conquer, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, I guess. 
Um, and then the one that kind of was a real surprise, and it was the first one that they showed. Like they put up the Gears of War logo, and people were like, "Oh!" And then all of a sudden, it was like Funko Pop versions of the characters on screen, <laughs> and, and of the aliens. And then the, he like shoots a rocket at him and blows him up, and everybody yeah. was kind of like, "What?" And then it popped up that it was going to be available in like the Apple Store and stuff. So it's a mobile game. And it's it mean it also marks the the entrance of Funko into, into the video, video game, game space, market, yeah. which is automatically I think of the Lego games. Yeah, that's like what I was, that yeah. that's the market they're going to be aiming at. But you know they've got a lot of deals with a lot of properties. It could yeah. it could be interesting to see where that goes, right? But it depends on what their deals are for. It's well, just for very, likeness very to make toys. That's one thing. It's for like movies and video games. That's I would else. imagine any of those ones that are Lego games are are off the table yeah. right off the bat. Or at the right? very but least, they could be. You know, they've already got these partnerships and they're already talking to these companies. It's what, yeah. So you go to them next. Be like, hey, so we you see what we did with the Gears of War? Mm. We want to do a Funko Pop mobile game with insert whatever yeah. property here. And so it's still using the the Funko versions of the characters. So, and if they stick to mobile too, that might yeah. help them as well. But yeah, it could be a good jumping off point for them. And I can yeah. see that as being something fun, though. Yeah, you oh, know, yeah. like it has the possibility, or it could be a cash grab. That's just oh, yeah, it could just be like, what the hell? This is stupid. Yeah. Uh, do do. And yes, I haven't really been paying that much more attention since the Xbox uh, announcements because that's what I play. Yep. Uh, I know there was some new footage of the Spider-Man Sony PlayStation game. It looks game. really <sighs> cool. It does look and good. And to be fair, the last good Spider-Man game was a PlayStation game. PlayStation 2? Which one's one um, that? It was one of the movie games. I want to say Spider-Man 2. Huh. Like the the See, Toby Maguire era. That I had that game. I played that game. That was a good game. Yeah. I could make the argument. There's been better, you know, better Spider-Man games since, though. Oh, like what? Well, that uh, the one where what was it called? It was almost like into the Spider Verse type thing, where you get to be oh, Spider-Man, yeah. and then 2099 and Spider-Man Noir. I never played it. Uh, I, See, I forgot it even existed. It just kind of came and went. No, it was out for a while. Yeah, well... And then they did a sequel to it, too. Yeah, I was going to say, there's a sequel I to it. I have both I of those at home, so you can probably borrow them. Yeah. I have a PS2. Well, no, oh, these are on, ones are for oh. Xbox. Yeah. They're either 360 or... Yeah, they're probably 360, so... Yeah, but this yeah. one's exclusive to Sony, isn't yes, it? Yes, it is, which is disappointing. Cause That's how into gaming I am. I'm like, I still play my PS2. Hey, <laughs> up until, like, a couple years ago, there were some games were still being made new for PS2, for the sheer fact of how many units were still out there being used. Well, the PS2 itself was still being produced in yeah, uh, in, in Japan. Japan up until a couple of years ago. Well, exactly. It was a popular system. And, and it's a solid DVD player to boot. Yeah. And it's one of those ones you know, that was you know, easily installed into all kinds of different places and cars mm. and vehicles. But a lot of the, uh, the soccer games were big on, you know, still making yeah. uh, copies uh, for that FIFA, system. Yeah, right? FIFA. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. I stopped paying attention after that for video games. There were some other cool ones. I guess there's that. Uh, there's a a new Fallout game coming. Yeah, that, well, that'll be, be for us. That's for Xbox. Yeah, yeah. That one they show. There's going to be an online 
uh, multiplayer, though, the, kind the, of... The description I've got of it makes it sound like it's going to be the Fallout version of Destiny to a certain That's extent. what I was going to say. Because it's you don't have... There is a single-player experience in there. Yeah, but it's but all... You, but it's all constantly you still, in always online. In order to play online. the game, you have to be online. But it's... The thing that caught me is, like, so... Um, you can build settlements in it, much like the last Fallout game. But like we could, like say, if we both had the game, we can team up and make our own settlement okay. and like protect it and set up the arms <laughs> and stuff like that. Like we, I, I'm tempted that like when it comes out, depending on the price point, is like we get it and we start the True North Nerds <laughs> compound and full because nice. we could probably build our logo into one of the signs and stuff, <laughs> and that way you know other people will see it and steal our shit. But hey, exactly. You showed me the trailer for um, Kingdom Hearts too. Yeah, the, the Kingdom the, Hearts three, which is also it's going to be on Xbox for the first time. Ooh, um, I've never played any of those games. I have one and two on PS two. They're kind of RPG, kind of uh, like actiony, yeah, third person action. Well, it's a lot. Is it? It's kind of like Final Fantasy stuff. Isn't well, the it? first but two, not gameplay isn't apparently. No. The first two take my two favorite things and make this is I always say they take my two favorite things and make it into a game I can't play. Because it's Final <laughs> Fantasy and Disney yep. that I love, but it's the kind of you know, it's not a turn based RPG. It's it's an RPG, but you have to like walk up to the things and hit them with It's your button sword. mashing, not turn based. Okay. Yeah, and I am terrible at that. Oh. And so I have both of them. I have played part of one. Uh, I haven't played two because I can't get through one. No. And it makes me sad. So yeah. Brent needs to play them so that I can at least watch. Can watch. But that's a good compromise. As a side effect yeah. of that, we're getting action figures from those. That's and I finally get six inch Tron figures out <laughs> of it. I just have to buy that's... a Donald Duck and a Goofy in order to get. Yeah, them. but I love the Donald Duck and the Goofy. So yay! <laughs> yeah, it was funny because I saw that Monday morning after we had that little well, Tron conversation on on Sunday night, yeah. and I see that on Facebook. That's why I was like, uh, "Hey, Brent, <laughs> take a look at this." I love Tron. Yes, you do. <laughs> um, so we got some more news from DC and Warner Brothers. Yeah, are we talking about the Jeff Johns stuff? Talking about Jeff Johns. Yeah. So he is stepping down from his role as Chief Creative Officer. Oh, sorry, President and Chief Creative, Creative Officer. Officer. And will be st- staying with the company, both Warner Brothers and DC. Uh, he's going to be writing at least two new comics and starting his own comic imprint with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be writing a new Shazam book and the three Jokers, which is something it, that they, yeah, I guess ties up a loose end from one of his previous stories from lines. that dark side war. When I guess when Batman sat and here we go, time to get real comic. We're going real deep here. Kids Batman sat in the Mobius chair, which gave him could it, he could ask any question and get every answer. You know? Yeah. So he asked, Apparently, he asked for who is the what's the Joker's real identity? What's his name? And then it, it the answer wasn't given in that series, mm. but then it was like Justice League, like one or fifty and Rebirth, like when they did that at that time frame. Yeah, uh, I don't know exactly what issue it is. Sorry, look it up. Um, apparently, he's at the computer, and that's when you start seeing these like multiple photos up. And he's he he says that there's apparently there's three jokers 
running around in the DC universe. Mm. Which is why you get the con- you know the, the the real look like different looks and different mentalities. Yeah. So I guess this book is supposed to be following that thread. And he's writing a Green Lantern movie. And he's also writing Wonder Woman 2. Oh, is he getting a writing credit on that? Yeah, apparently. Yeah. I guess him and somebody else worked on the story, and then someone, somebody else is coming in to be the screenwriter or something like that. I think the same thing with Green Lantern. But mm. but yes, he's writing Green Lantern Corps, which is okay with me, because I love his run on Green Lantern. Yeah. Um, I, to be honest, I didn't like it so much in the comics. Not that it wasn't good. I just thought, like, I, I read this before. But the the thing about it is, for film purposes, he's really good, kind of like Bendis, he's really good at cutting to the story yeah, and getting to the meat of it and the essential parts of that story. And with something that can be as convoluted as Green Lantern, like where they came from and all that sort of stuff, that that's a writer you need on that. Yeah. Like at least doing a pass or two on the script. And from what apparently came out today... Uh, it sounds like it's going to be Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Well, better be John Stewart in there. Well, it makes sense. If, well, if you're going to go with Hal, having it be Hal and John, your main two guys, that makes yeah. sense. Um, I could have seen him using Kyle, and then bringing in you know, depending on which way he's going. But uh, it also said it sounds like it's going to be kind of like you know your buddy cop in space movie, like a Lethal Weapon in space or something. I don't know which, who he, I don't know who you cast for Hal. I know who I cast for John Stewart right off the bat. You mean you don't want Nathan Fillion to be Hal Jordan like the internet does? Yay! 10, 10 15 years ago, done. Now, uh, sorry, but, Nathan Fillion, if you're listening to this. But now, I believe in you. The argument could be said since you know you have an older Batman. Yeah, I guess Superman's older, but not as old as Batman. Yeah. Um. Why not have an older Hal Jordan, especially if you're doing Hal and John? He could have been Green Lantern that's been out in space yeah. and doing that, been a Green Lantern for uh, a if while. You're doing it like that, yeah, okay, I'd you be. You could have an older Hal and a, and a younger John. And a younger John. And, and then like what's a, his name wants to be? Trainer, trainee type yeah, of thing. Yeah, the, the only problem I see with that, or the, the only problem I see with that is scheduling because he's got that new TV series. If that, yes. if that goes beyond its initial order, that could be a problem. But And then well, right there, you could also, you, so you go older Hal, younger John in the first movie, second movie, maybe he becomes Parallax and you kill him off. Yeah, maybe. Or you just, I never liked Parallax. No, but I mean, just mean like, you know, as a reason to kill off Hal Jordan. Yeah. And then you bring in Kyle but and my, Guy. My John Stewart's about the same age, I think. Who's your John Stewart? Idris Elba. Yeah, it's good John he, Stewart. He's yeah. been killed off in the Marvel Universe now. You can use him. But then got, it, he can do stern, he can do jokey, he, he's got all the, the right things for that character. He's yeah. got sex appeal. Yep. <laughs> but then I'll make the same argument back to you, but then he's old. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, for me, if you're doing a buddy cop, it's a, it's good to have one that's slightly older. Like, well, exactly. You know, like Murtoff and... Well, exactly. Murtoff and Riggs. And you know, if gonna, one of them needs to be older. Yeah. Not necessarily older, but more but we'll, experienced. We'll see. Yeah. That movie may never happen. It's you know, it, yeah. Where where's the rocks DC movie? Yeah, isn't he, he Black Adam? Yeah, supposedly. What's Is that it? DC or Mar- that's no? That's DC. right. No, no, you, you, got you got the right character and you what? got the right movie. Woo! He was signed on for that before Suicide Squad happened, yep. and nothing has really moved forward with it unless he 
he snuck into Toronto and filmed something for Shazam. Yeah. Which well, and there it, was that rumor that that had occurred, but and it really would even need to sneak into Toronto to film something for Shazam. No, not necessarily, but was like it? he could just film something anywhere, and they could CGI him into yeah. the. Didn't you know. just was wasn't Shazam announced or released? Shazam's filming in Toronto as we speak. Yeah, yeah. so well, yeah. it's probably finishing filming in Toronto as yeah, we speak. I was going to say because the guy from the thing is on it. Yeah, the guy from Chuck. Yeah, yeah, the guy from the thing. The guy from the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan knew what I was talking about. Well, I assumed because there's one guy in the movie that I probably figured you knew because I don't know anybody else that's in the movie. Well, The Rock. <laughs> no, he's not in that. We don't know he's in well, that we movie. we don't know if he's in it. If he is, he's not in it much. Because yeah. Black Adam is a Shazam bad guy, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Or bad guy slash anti-hero. Yeah, depending there was talk on. he was going to be the, one of the main bad guys in, in Suicide, Suicide Squad 2, but... Yep. That's another movie that who knows if that's going to happen yeah. or not. I really think a lot of this really hinges, like, some of these plans hinge on what happens with Aquaman. Yeah. If Aquaman tanks, then that side of the DC universe is going to be <laughs> closed Aquaman for a tanks. while. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a facepalm. But at the same time, is they can then wait. Shazam does really well. You retool whatever you were going to do with Black Adam into to tie into that. And The Rock's smart enough to go, okay, yeah, I want to be part of this money-making franchise. Yeah. And, and it's heel weight. There's still the uh, the talk of uh, DC doing kind of the opposite Marvel strategy where Marvel's movies are all, you know, it's the heroes. Where maybe they're going to go with villain movies because they've talked as like, Three Joker movies in pre- oh. you know, in pre-production early talks. None of which should happen. Is Jared Leto in them? In Jared one of Leto's them. Jared Leto's in one of them. I'm not watching Joaquin that. Phoenix is in another. I don't want to watch that either. Well, Jared Leto's probably possibly even in two. Because one of the, if one of them is the Suicide Squad, Birds of Prey type. Oh, like, yeah. Because one of them was, it's a, there was a Joker then with Scorsese. Yeah, and Jared Leto. Oh, and Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Then there was the a Joker and Harley one, which would you would think be well, Jared Leto, and then another Jared Leto the Joker yeah, one. Harley seems to be that Birds of Prey movie they're talking about, where they're just going to use the name and throw in a couple female characters into yeah. it. The problem with having, like you said, the reverse Marvel thing where they're trying to showcase the villains is that. Humanity's socially conditioned to not cheer for the villains. So, in order to make these successful, you have to make the villains heroes. Yeah, and then you don't like the fact that Batman's beating the shit out of one of them. Yeah, and yep. then so I mean, you're going to get conflicted audiences who are like, "Well, should I be rooting for Harley because she did this one noble thing this one time, and now she's getting the shit kicked out of her by the superheroes, or should I be rooting for the superheroes?" So, I mean, like, that's the whole basic fundamental tenant that superheroes yeah. are built on. Well, that's why Suicide Squad works, because... They're heroes. You're, well, they're well, villains, the end of it, but, but they're being sent in to do, you know, the dirty work, the you know, the jobs at uh, the, the Black Ops type thing. So there's a bigger bad that they're you're sending yeah. the bad guys to fight. Yeah, but the bigger bad but, ends up being the government. Well, no, there was, also, there was the witch. Yeah. But she's not even that bad compared to the biggest bad, which well, is the government. The government's always bad, but yeah. they're, they always so, win. 
I, I don't know. I don't, but yes, I, no, exactly. But there's, because there's also mind. talk of a Deathstroke movie. Or Deathstroke being the bad guy in Suicide Squad. I honestly think all of this is probably up in the air. Oh, right I think now. it's just a lot of talk, 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 well, talk, 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 talk. Because so, like, we also heard this week that Diane Nelson, who was the the, the head of DC, like the the president of DC yeah, she or stepped whatever, down. She has stepped down. She was on uh, a six month leave, anyways. Yeah. Um, but between that and now we have John's kind of like he's still working in that universe, but he's being well, yeah. Moved. But now he's doing his own, and now. Um, Jim Lee is taking up his role as chief creative officer. Yeah, which and yeah. apparently because I guess him and the Dio the Dio were co-publishers. Yeah, and I guess now when you see their titles, it's not co-publishers; they're just both publishers. Oh, instead of being co-publishers, it's uh, will. Now that could just be one of those things where now it's just like it's optics instead of having co besides just oh well you're a publisher and you're a publisher. Yeah, it's still I the don't... same thing. It's just change the title. And there, there, there's like four million stories out there about what, why Jeff Johns has been moved out of this role and into this other one too. Like, oh really? See, I haven't, oh, there, I haven't seen any. There's thing. basically it comes down to was he pushed out or did he jump? Uh, okay. And so like they get like this offer was apparently presented to him, but was it presented to him as you take this or you're gone? Yeah. Or was it presented to him as a as a peace offering of we're making changes. This is some good shit we can allow you to do on the side. Yeah. A, That's a, a pretty good uh, deal. They'll give them your own comic imprint, your own well, uh, film production studio uh, shingle. And like, you know, they just got Bendis, having him and Bendis on the, the, on the same, same side. Thing. Yeah. Like, because when I saw the headline, my first thought was like, oh, so that explains why they got Bendis, because Jeff Johns is moving to Marvel, but that's not. Well, especially, I was wondering, because it said the head, first headline I saw said something about exclusive writing contract, and I was like, Oh shit! Who did he sign? Did he jump ship? Like, did Marvel mm. sign him to an exclusive deal? Like, that would have to be one hell of a deal for him to leave the for position the, he was in. Which is not the case. No, but yeah. So there's that. Uh, I guess all my the, the, all that long notes was just Jeff John stuff. So uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's all my news that I wrote down. I'm sure I know there's other stuff out there. And well, but, I got two. Yeah. Um. The the first one's a little bit of a sad thing. Is uh, Anthony Bourdain is no longer with us. He is, and some of our listeners are like, "What you mean, the chef guy?" And like, yeah, that's exactly that's, who I mean. That's me. Um, he w- he had uh, two really good series. Uh, one was called Parts Unknown, and uh, the other was called No Reservations. Uh, they're they're great if you like food and if you like. Uh, Wit, because he's got a really good sense of humor. They're also great if you like travel and culture. Yeah. Because I'm not, I mean, I like food, but I I really enjoyed No Reservations because I love travel and I love seeing places. And he doesn't go like, here's all the touristy things. He goes and he talks to the people and he learns about the culture. He talks about their problems and their lives. And it's really, really interesting. Um, But he was a big comic nerd. He actually wrote two series for DC called... uh, Get Jiro. There was a, a sequel to it or a prequel to it that uh, came out as well. Um, Get Jiro is a lot of fun. It basically goes the the ultimate end to celebrity chef culture. Okay. So where you get like um, celebrity chefs are fought over and stuff and um, are... Is this after the fast food wars? Yeah, basically. And it, it, w- it was fun. It was witty. 
he just had a series from Dark Horse of like horror stories that are kind of based around food to a kitchens. Bit. Yeah, and then kitchens. There's some horror stories in a lot of kitchens. Yeah. Oh dear. Um, that uh, got some really good reviews. I think the final issue came out like a couple weeks ago, so there should be a trade probably on the way. I that may be paused now publishing because of his unfortunate end but yeah um yeah it's a it's as a writer i really like this stuff like it, it's uh i i have no shame in saying this the the music book that i'm working on right now that from like me writing is in many ways influenced by uh his writing style oh, nice. uh, or at least on the idea that like well, if he could write that like that, I'm allowed to now because I've always uh-huh. wanted to kind of write in that style. So it's a shame um, to go along with that is like, you know, mental illness is sucks. You never yep. know when it's going to take somebody over. And unfortunately, in his case, it did. And he is no more. But there are plenty of ways to if you're feeling that, you know, feel free to reach out to people there. There will be somebody will talk. Whether it's a suicide helpline or just one of your friends or something, don't well, don't be ashamed of it. Get get talking to somebody and hopefully you can get some help. And and don't be afraid to you know that one friend you've got that looks like you know it's always quiet and strong and or you know you know everything just runs off their back. They're no problems. Yeah. You know, they're always happy. Or don't be afraid to just you know ask them sometime. You know, hey, is everything okay? Because like reach it, out. Yeah, with the, his TV persona, you would have never guessed. He'd be one of the last people you'd think of. But you don't know what goes on in private lives, right? Or in, inside somebody's head. Well, look at Robin Williams. Yeah. Maybe. That was always, always so happy. And, well. Yeah. Um, so the second one is kind of a... This is more of a thank you, because I don't think he's getting enough credit. Is uh, As uh, <laughs> some of our listeners are going to be like, oh, Brent's going off on pro wrestling again. So, uh, last year, some of the people on the podcast are, I'm I'm okay with, but there is a very important piece to this that, that, okay, I'm not stopping you. Go for it. So, um, two pro wrestlers (laughs) were in court last week and the week before. Um, one of which is a guy that many of you have probably heard of named CM Punk, real name Phil Brooks. His name is Phil Brooks. Phil Brooks. Wow. Yeah. I can see why he goes by CM Punk. Yeah. You don't want to get beaten up. He doesn't by a look like a Phil. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, and the other was uh, a a guy named Scott Colton who is wrestles under Colt Cabana. Now Colt Cabana was one of the first podcasts I started listening to religiously. Like I it, I very rarely miss a week of his podcast since I discovered it. Um, basically, uh, what happened was they had a podcast after. Uh, uh, CM Punk had left the WWE, and uh, Punk aired his grievances with how he was, how his health was mistreated by a particular doctor on, that worked for them. Uh, this doctor then went and sued Punk for libel and defamation, and he also sued Colt Cabana for this because it was Colt's show. Yep. Now, what I'm getting at here is at the end of the day, the at the end of the trial, Punk and uh, Cabana both came out on top. They uh, did not lose. Um, they unfortunately, the, if they want any, because of how Illinois law works, if they want to get their money back in in court costs, they have to go after them for it. And I don't think either of them will because they're just sick of this thing. Because this this started like four or five years ago. 
But had it not turned out this way, it would have had a lot of repercussions for podcasters and, and interviewers in general, which includes me. Yes. <laughs> and he, like, it, basically, Colt was the host of this podcast and got dragged into court and ended up spending thousands of dollars on lawyers because of some, when you boil it down, because of something a guest on his show said. And that he should have never been there in the first place. Yeah. Due to, especially due to a doo-doo. lot of laws. And Brent said doo doo. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> it's not even that late. Yeah. We can't blame exhaustion. Especially due to a lot of the, a lot of laws in the no, States. That wasn't doo doo. That was due to. I didn't finish. say anything. He's chuckling. Sorry. And I'm glad that it won because now yes. I don't have to worry about it as much. At least if it ever, like, I don't have to do as much because we're Canadian. We're under set different set of laws. But you never know when you're going to be dragged into court by some nut ass in the United States. Especially, like, we don't do a huge amount of interviews here, but we do do some. And most of the people we've interviewed are American. So, like, yep. you know, the, the potential does exist there a little bit. And I'm just glad there's now a precedent because, you know, Colt could have rolled over and just gone with the settlement right off the bat to get his name out of it. It would have been ex- probably kind of expensive, but, you know, it, it would have ended this years ago. And he didn't. And I, I think the the podcasting community especially should be thanking this guy for sticking through with it and going out for it. So, uh, on behalf of myself and our show, Me thank too. you, Colt Cabana. Yep. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and if uh, if you want to help Colt kind of get a little bit of his money back, uh, and you like wrestling, go to ColtMerch.com, buy a t-shirt or a keychain or something. Uh, don't just, like, you know, the, the box would probably help offset some of his court costs a little bit. Because at the end of the day, he helped out a lot of people that, like... Not involved with wrestling or give a shit about it at all, but you know it, it kind of affects our whole community, which is a weird way of thinking about it because we, we don't really know a lot of other podcasters. Wait, there are other podcasts? <laughs> yeah, there's a couple. Well, we're we're on friendly terms with a couple of them, like yeah. uh, Country Comics and uh, Five Ish Fangirls and Five Ish Fangirls and uh, and. Um, uh, an elegant weapon. We're we're okay terms with him too. So, you know, it's it's good to see that somebody has fought the fight, and we don't have to because, quite frankly, if we got dragged into court, we'd be in serious trouble. <laughs> I don't know you people. <laughs> I am not affiliated <laughs> Ryan with this. Just show. Throws us under the bus. Yep, that's <laughs> what I do. Ah, so should we start into the anime talk? Sure, why not? So, um. We, as we mentioned earlier, we were kind of th- trying to think of a topic that's uh, not really Kevin exclusive too. So, like something that he wouldn't be missing out on if we we talked about it. That's why we're and, not talking uh, Disney. <laughs> that's a, that's what we should have done. We should have done the, a the whole Disney, Disney podcast, podcast. <laughs> and just said stuff that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, we all like anime. Yep. <laughs> Which is, it's it's not something that we bring up a huge amount, other than Jen. Jen's probably the more consistent follower of anime than it's my biggest geekdom. Yeah, probably, probably. Other than history, yeah, I I include that as a geekdom. Oh, oh okay. yeah, 
Yeah, well, then history would be my biggest geekdom. So what I was thinking is we'll start off with uh, talking about your favorite anime and how you came across it. So which one of you two wants to start? Um, I can start. Okay. First, I got I got to show Ryan this. Look, I got a shirt. Oh, oh that's a cool shirt. Pokemon no. at the table. No. He started it. He showed me that there was a totodile, and I had to catch it. Speaking of anime. Speaking of anime. Exactly. Pokemon isn't what I was going to say. But, you know, see, aha, it ties in. Anyway, okay, I put my phone down. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> I'm kidding. What, what was your anime? first anime? What is it? Well, yeah, the, talk about Not the first, first an- anime. Well, talk about one of the what first anime you, you saw. What got you into it? What got you into it? Okay, I don't, I honestly don't remember. Okay, so my anime is Sailor Moon. You've all heard of Well, that's your main one. Sailor you love it, yeah. Yeah. I, it was, it's the, the show that got me into anime, too, oh, okay. I'm sure. Um, I don't remember when I first saw it. I know it was in high school. Yeah. Um, I imagine, I mean, they used to play it on YTV. Yep. That's the, the Canadian version of kids programming back in the 90s. Um, so it started in 1993, I believe, or 1992. Uh, but I didn't see it probably until about 95. Yeah. Uh, so it was showing on, on YTV. I don't know. I guess I just caught it flipping through. I always love uh, TV shows with strong female characters. I love, love fantasy. And I'm not a huge f- fan of uh, excessive violence. So I don't like a lot of blood. I don't like a lot of guts. Um, so I liked a show that had, this show had strong female leads. All, all the character female characters are strong. A lot of fantasy elements. Uh, they did fight villains. They did save the universe, but they did it non-violently or magically, which, you know, they didn't often, like, blow people up or they didn't blow people up no, or so. kill anybody. They uh, solved the problems through conversation, through healing, through that kind of stuff. And, I mean, there's similar themes in Squirrel Girl, which is another reason why Squirrel Girl is one of my favorites. But, so I saw this back in 95, and um, it was my gateway anime, I guess, <laughs> I didn't know it was anime at the time because uh, it was in English, but uh, there was some, um, uh, I remember there was, I don't even remember his name, but I remember there was a guy on my school bus who, uh, by the way, boys and girls who are listening, this was back when the internet was squeaky new. Like there was two computers at school that had it. You know, If you wanted to, it took 20 minutes to get on the internet because it was dial up. It took up your phone line. This is back when there were phone lines. And uh, I didn't want to interrupt you, Jen, yeah. before to tell Brent that he already yeah, he had a drink when he was pouring himself something. Is it Coke? But I if did. It's Coke, I'll drink it. If it's if it's Dr. Pepper, no. No, it's Coke. Oh, okay. I'll drink the Coke. Thank you. Now you can drink your Dr. Pepper. Uh, no, it's all Coke. Oh. I There's no you... Dr. Pepper. Um, he got me root beer. Oh. Anyway, back to my story about Sailor Moon. Uh, so, yeah, there was a guy on the bus. He was a couple grades older than me. And I guess I had mentioned Sailor Moon or something. And he was like, oh, that's anime. Well, he probably called it Japanimation. Because yeah. that's what people did back in the 90s. Now, was he, he one of those guys that was kind of weird and like oh down- my God, yes. downloading the straight from Japan version where they see them in their underwear when they change outfits? No, no I don't think he was that kind of weird. Because there was a guy on my soccer team that on one of our road trips you know, in high school – to another school he was talking about with one of the one of his other weird 
nerdy friends. Mm. And, uh, and I heard them talking about Sailor Moon, and he's like, oh, no, we, he, he was downloading and watching the stuff out of Japan. And it's like, and it's no. like oh, yeah, they're like half naked when they're changing their outfits and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'm going to change seats, and I'm going to go sit over there. No, if he was that type of guy, that's not what we talked about. Uh, so I was in grade nine. He was probably in grade 12. So, you know, he was the older guy. Um, he was he was your stereotypical nerd. Like, he didn't really have any friends, socially awkward, you know, like all of my friends now. Um, <laughs> uh, sad but true. Yeah. Talk to me. I am not socially awkward. I laugh, but it's a laugh of acceptance. Um, <laughs> and he's the one who, who told me about other anime. So he would bring me... This was before you could download episodes of shows because the internet was that slow. It took days to download anything yeah so he brought me pictures of ranma and he's like you should watch ranma one half and he would bring me he would tell me the story of it like he would tell me the plot and he would show he he uh not bad pictures like actual Mm -hmm. normal screen cap pictures no nudity or anything because ranma well you know if you've seen ranma you know yeah and uh i haven't what what do i know (laughs) well one of the main characters uh well the main character turns into a girl when he gets wet Oh, that's that one. I've yeah. heard of that one. I think I've heard of you guys yeah. talk about there, it. There's a lot of boob touching in it. Oh, okay. A lot of, boob, lot of groping. Yeah, whenever somebody's explaining what happened. A lot of wet happened. t-shirts. Yeah. Okay. A lot of nudity, running and jumping into water. Well, but you know what? That's boobs. pretty yeah. much anime standard. Yeah. I mean, it's not gratuitous. No. It's done for comedy. Yeah. Which is why I, I think it's funny, because normally I don't like that kind of stuff. I find it gratuitous and ex- exploitative. Yep. Ex- different cultures, though. Yeah, but different cultures. Um, anyway, back to Sailor Moon. So he was the one who told me about more Sailor Moon than that was just on YTV. The other great thing that I love about Sailor Moon is that it helped me meet my best friend, <laughs> Karina. Shout out to Karina, who I know is listening and was probably wondering why I didn't mention her first. <laughs> so again in grade nine uh karina and i were in gym class we are both terrible at gym like the worst so we always well, got you she was yeah she's better now she she's, now rock climbs and runs marathons. oh my god yeah she is if, if her grade nine self could see her now she would faint i'm sure but in grade nine we were both awkward teenagers bad at gym so we always ended up getting paired together because nobody wanted us on their teams. Um, and I remember, I, I can't even remember why we got on that topic, but we started talking about Sailor Moon, and it turns out that um, we both really liked the show. So that's kind of how we bonded is over Sailor Moon. Um, yeah, so that's that's how I got involved in anime. And from there, it's cascaded into a lot of clamp. So Cardcaptor Sakura, um, Tsubasa Reservoir Chronicles, um, Fushigi Yugi. Mm. Uh, you can probably pick up a Magical Girls theme going on here now. I love Magical Girls stuff. But I also like some of the other stuff. Um, what else do we have downstairs? I should have taken a... I should have <laughs> what taken don't a, we have downstairs? I was going to say, Jesus. We have a lot. Ranma's in there. Ranma's and... in there. Pre-Tier is a good one. Mm. Paradise Kiss. And then from that, I got into manga. So I do have a lot of manga series as well. Uh, because it's much easier to read 12 volumes of manga than watch 200 episodes of an anime. <laughs> now that I'm older and don't have that much time mm. to watch anime. Speaking of 200 episodes of anime, yeah, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I guess, the one that I am... Well, one of the ones you like is yeah, pretty the one long the, running. 
yeah, that I'm more that I would watch more consistently and probably still I, if I could get my hands on the new episodes, I would sit there and watch them. Uh, but uh, yeah, my, one of my more, I guess, the ones I followed the most was was Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, uh, it was another one that was on YTV, but you know, during you know afternoons and evenings or whatever. But uh, I watched that one when I was at college, mm-hmm. and that was uh, I guess that was when it was first airing on YTV I here in so. Canada. Uh, and I had a couple friends at that school that were watching it too, and and yeah, no. So we got into that. I still, I, you know, still to this day, I've got a few of the fig arts uh, figurines and stuff like that because it's just uh, the designs are fun, mm. uh, the characters are are cool. Uh, you know, they, they 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 yell a lot. <laughs> it's one of the, the problems with the episodes is you can go as good as it gets. It takes like five or six episodes to get to that good part, and yeah. most of that time is them talking about getting to that part or standing there yelling at each other, like powering oh. up. You know what? That's why I stopped watching Bleach because, oh, that wasn't that long ago. Well, maybe it was because I have a bad concept of time sometimes. But I started watching Bleach, and I think I got about 200 episodes into it, and it got to the point where the whole episode was one guy going, ah, and the other guy going, ah, and the other going, ah, and then it, the episode stopped. And you're like, well, they didn't do anything, and I couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so Dragon Ball Z is one of my favorite ones. I'll watch that one. Um, one of the first ones I probably ever saw, though, was Robotech. Yeah. Back in way back in the day. See, that's once again on YTV, and YTV was really oh, the right. home. You saw it on on YTV, eh? It was either YTV or. Or was it CHCH? Uh, for me, it was. I think it was CFMT, which is now Omni, because they used to have it and Voltron on at like the crack of dawn on Saturday mm. mornings, like even before regular Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, started. Yeah. like no, it no. was like a like six a.m. It was that Voltron, and then um, hilarious House of Frankenstein. Yeah, or Frankenstein, or whatever Which is, the, is coming was back. Hilarious House of Frankenstein. Yeah, and, uh, I, saw I feel bad because Kevin posted the thing in, it and I haven't had a chance to yeah. read it yet. But uh, it was one of those channels. I, I but I remember watching it when I saw Robotech uh, was more of a like at night or, oh, it, it or later, on, like early it, evening. So yeah, I think I'm pretty sure. TV had, and then I, I know, know that space. More recently, like in the last 10 years at one point, mm. was airing it like from the beginning, airing episodes every day. And I probably more consistently watched it then. But then I guess once they got past that first season of, of Robotech and so, it got uh, into the... Because that was one of those ones where in North America was a mashup of multiple yeah, it's series. three different series if you go yeah. through the entire thing. And so it lost me after that. I think I think after the first season, yeah. I gave up on it. But it was like, you know, it had big robots that transformed into, into awesome fighter jets. And they fought aliens. How could I not love it? It was right up there with Transformers and all that stuff. Like, you mm. know, I didn't love it as much as that, but I mean, like, it was like more or less Transformers. It had, but it had people driving them instead of them being robots that were alive. So you know, I could be the person driving the Transformer. So for for me, it was Robotech. It was Robotech. Well, Robotech and Voltron because I saw them basically at the same time. But Robotech really stuck with me over the years. And then when I hit high school, I hadn't seen it in uh, probably five or. T- six years at that point maybe even longer um i got i quickly met up with the other nerds in high school and we we play pen and paper role-playing games and i noticed that the guy who ran all of them 
had in his bag the Robotech role-playing game, which was um, it it was in the same system as something else we were playing in. Yeah. And I'm like, can I see that? And I went through the book, and like that's when we all discovered that we all liked Robotech. Nice. And from that, we were so... Here's another, oh, God, those guys on that show are old, eh? His <laughs> moment of uh, one of our... What accent was that? I don't know. That was just Bob and Doug. Yeah. Oh. Kind of maybe. You know, down, I, down home, older, maybe East Coast Canadian. I was like, yeah. have you ever been to the East Coast? No, I was letting him was do like, it. That's not what I was aiming for. It just sort of came out. It was his guy on The Simpsons that's, I'm from Canada. They think I'm slow, eh? So... We would, uh, for one of our friend's birthdays in particular, we would go to Jumbo Video in Newark and rent anime because that's where you could rent it from. Yep. Because the, uh, I don't think the Blockbuster had opened yet. And uh, we would we would see a couple things that, uh, like, that's how I got introduced to Ranma was through that. And um, we would accidentally rent stuff that we probably shouldn't have at that age. Well, it's a cartoon. Age. Here, kids, watch it. Pretty much. It was a movie called Wicked City, which we had all seen on TBS. TBS, okay. uh, there was like a six-month period where they got the rights to a whole bunch of anime that they, like movies, yeah. that they uh, would air like late Friday, early Saturday night, or early Saturday morning. So there was that. There was this movie called Wicked City where um, one of the the bad women has uh, a jaw full of monster teeth as part of her lady bits. Uh. <laughs> but that part got cut out of the TBS version. I wonder why. I can't imagine why. <laughs> we, when we saw the the unedited version, it was like, holy shit. <laughs> uh, there was that. There Are was, there really um, teeth down there? Um <laughs> Vampire Hunter D. This which is the I real really reason like. why nerd boys don't get laid. Yeah. <laughs> They're scared it'll get bitten off. <laughs> Vampire Hunter D was a good one too. It's a never heard of it. Similar to to like what Castlevania is in a lot of ways. Okay. Guy hunting down vampires in a post apocalyptic wasteland yep. and it's a he has a talking hand. That that would be the weirdness part part that a lot of anime like this? No, there's like a face on his palm. Oh. Yeah. And it's also magical. Oh, of course. Yeah. The now, first the first anime movie that I saw was Revolutionary Girl Utna, and it was because when I was living in London and working at a call center, uh, one of the uh, people who I was working with uh, and I became friends, her name was Jackie, and she lent me, this is in the early 2000s, she lent me Revolutionary Girl Utna. I'd never heard of the series. Um... I still haven't watched the show, but I do have the manga. And that movie was weird. It was really good. And mm. I still, it's a great soundtrack. And I still put it up there as one of my favorite anime movies. But at the end, so I can't, it's like you can't even explain the plot. But at the end, the main character turns into a car. Like she's not a robot. She just turns into her car and her lover drives her. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, he does. No, she. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she does. It's weird. But it's it's beautiful. So 
Sorry, I just had to add that that's tangent okay. in no, no, about okay. anime movies. So I was just gonna say that you know, as far as anime movies, like we haven't even touched about any. Uh, what's the Mizuzaki? Mm. Yeah. Studio Ghibli. Yeah, yeah, we haven't even touched any of those. Which I've I almost haven't put really those seen in any a of those. Separate but category though, because they're they're like Disney movies. That's yeah. a whole they're, podcast they're just, unto itself. Yeah, they are okay, so then we'll, good. We'll table that. <laughs> so I just know that you guys are big fans. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, the, so it's because they they range in so many. Well, anime on a whole can go in so many oh, yeah. genres and stuff. Except a lot of them, you know, you have the things that are consistent. You have the, you know, semi, you know, inappropriate things with girls. Sometimes, you know, with like your your boy that turns into a girl, and then there's all kinds of boob jokes and. Oh no, I'm thinking I about think my. I think that was that. more around the '80s and '90s yeah. than well, it yeah. is now. Well, but even so, there's even in uh, in Pokemon. In that first run of Pokemon, there's an episode where the guy from Team Rocket all of a sudden has big boobs and is in like a bikini contest and stuff. It's an episode that aired <laughs> once, like in North America or uh, so, and then got you know, got never like didn't get aired often after that or something. I remember mm-hmm. reading that one time. Uh, well, and then I'm thinking about uh, again. I, I went more towards manga, but this was all these manga series were also turned into anime. Uh, Fruits Basket is another huge favorite of mine. Fruits Basket is really good. The manga is beautiful. It's it's so nice. The, it only the anime only aired for uh, covers the first six volumes of a 24 26 volume manga run. Oh Jesus. So it's really really small. But the basic premise is that there's a family Who's been uh, cursed by the zodi to by the zodiac, the Chinese zodiac, so okay. it's animals, and uh, there are certain members of that family who, when they are touched by a member of the opposite sex, because it always has to do with gender, get transformed into their corresponding animal in the zodiac. Okay. So there's a boy named Yuki who, if he's touched by a girl, he gets turned into a rat because he's the rat. Um, there's the dog. There's they get around the dragon in the Chinese Zodiac by having him turn into a seahorse, which is adorable. <laughs> um, and then it's about this girl who stumbles into this family and befriends them all. And Oh, and there's always one character in the family who is God. Because in the legend of the Zodiac, um, they were all of the Zodiac animals were going to a, a, a feast with God. And the rat tricks the cat, who isn't part of the Zodiac officially, but is in this story, and tells the cat that the picnic is the next day, so don't come. And so the cat doesn't show up, and then God gets mad. Uh, and that's why the cat's not in the Zodiac. So there is also a cat, a guy who gets turned into a cat. And the whole story is that this girl stumbles into this family, discovers the curse, um, and basically befriends everybody in this really, really messed up family and wants to break the curse so that they can have normal lives. And there's a lot of, uh, it deals a lot with uh, abu- parental abuse, mm-hmm. neglect. Um, there's a lot of relationships. There's um, a lot of talk about loss. Uh, she loses her mother. So um, there's a lot of coping with the death of a, of a parent and uh, that she puts this parental affection onto other people. There's a lot of talk of friendship. She's got these two best friends who are outcasts, basically. But because like you one is in a gang and the other one's basically a witch and because of her uh, toru that's the girl's name um they 
they find their place in society and they come to grips with who they are and stuff like that. So it's a lot of coming of age stuff and it is a beautiful manga series. So I strongly, strongly, strongly recommend that people read that. Nice. The other one is triple X holic. <laughs> I also, I also love the thing I love a lot about anime and manga is that I love mythology. So there is a lot of, um, you can get a glimpse into Japanese culture and mythology and history when you're reading mm. a lot of these and watching a lot of this anime. Sorry, I'm talking a lot this episode. Okay, <laughs> okay. You're allowed to. This is the Gen episode. Yeah. So Triple X Holic is another one of my absolute favorite manga series. It also was turned into an anime. Um, I think I watched a couple episodes of that. And it deals a lot with um, Japanese superstition and mythology. Mm. So it's very supernatural. And it's about a time and space witch who owns a shop that you can only see and enter if you have a wish. And she grants wishes, but she always demands a price. So there, it's about uh, Watanuki is a young boy who can see demons and spirits that nobody else can see. So he comes across this shop and he wants to not be able to see them anymore. And she said, oh, this is a really big wish. You're going to have to work for me. <laughs> and the whole series is him getting sent off on these weird um, errands for her to either reclaim a supernatural item or to stop something from happening. And then also through it, there's uh, stories of people who wander into the shop and have um, a problem that is usually supernatural that they need to address. Uh, there's a whole series about a Ouija board. It's a similar Ouija board type of a game that they have in Japan. Uh, there's a lot of supernatural creatures that pop up, a lot of myths and legends. And it, it's, it's also very, very beautiful. And if you, really, if you like any Japanese culture or mythology or religion, it's a really good read. Now, what we have seen over the last couple of years is there have been attempts being made to make certain anime films. Ah, you beat me to uh, it. TV shows <laughs> into live action, uh, American live action. Yep. Uh, I, I should note for the record, a lot of these anime get turned into live action TV show or movies uh, back in Japan um, that we never see. Uh, <laughs> Some of them are good, some of them not so much. But um, in the, in the 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 one thing that we have seen is there is a always a question of cultural appropriateness, I guess. Uh, yes, Ghost in the Shell. I think from what I've heard, I haven't sat down to watch the movie. I haven't watched it yet, but. Uh, it it suffered in part due to that, like not um greatly, despite the fact that it wasn't the star's fault. That's you know that movie wasn't going to get made unless Scarlett Johansson had gotten into it. Yeah. That's, and it sucks that that's the case, but that's just how it was at the time. So with that in mind, is there an anime you can turn into a lot? Well, I was going to say there's been well, there was another bad one that they've made. What's the other one? They made a live-action Dragon Ball oh, movie. Oh, I always forget that movie exists. Exactly. Yeah, and we're better off a to... giant piece of garbage. Part they of me went, really wants to watch it. Oh, they, <laughs> that, they, that they went too Ryan's far. wheel for the next bad movie yeah, uh, if I, commentary. It's one of those ones where it's like they just went too far live cartoon and had them be doing goofy things instead of just taking it seriously. Hmm. Um, but then there's the one that is always everybody seems to want to try to make, which I 
as much as say, okay, yeah, I understand people really like it. I even own a copy of it. I don't need to see the live action version of Akira. Yeah, that's that's one that I don't know if that will ever get made. Yeah, it it trades hands so often. Um, the currently it's what what's his name? Uh, Keanu. No, uh, uh, the guy who directed Thor Ragnarok. Uh, James Taika Watatiki. Is that how you pronounce it? I have no idea. Not a clue, but the, probably not. The guy who directed Thor Ragnarok. He's oh, the does one he have who's the, currently the rights atta- for it right well, now? Or attached company. to it? Yeah, he's the one who's currently attached to it. Which is... I don't like it. It's an, I don't think it's a bad thing that he's attached to it. In right. fact, I think if you're going to get cultural sensitivity out of anybody, it might be him, but of course he's his next movie stars a, a kid who wants to be part of the Hitler youth, and his best friend is an imaginary Hitler. What? what? Uh, I am not making this up. Scarlett Johansson's in the movie as the of boy's course, mother. Of course she is. Yes. Oof. Well, yeah. What yeah. about um, Speed Racer movie? Oh, the, oh yeah, that was made. I forgot about that one, too. Yeah, I was That's... never a big Speed Racer fan. So. No. no, me neither, but I watched it anyway. Oh, wait, what did we have to bring up? What did we have to bring up? Kevin will kill us if we don't. He said, oh, somebody has to bring War of the Planets or something oh, stupid Battle like that Planets. that I've never seen. Well, it's a bit of I don't mean it's stupid. I, just I haven't seen I've never it either. Seen it. It's uh, one of those ones that got... Uh, it, it, Battle of the Planets. Yeah. yeah, it's got like the bird guy with the big G on his belt. Yeah, it's one of those things. It's Gotcha Man in uh, the in Japan. Hence, Hence the, the big G. Ah, okay. Um, I don't remember anything about it. I know I've seen some of it because that was, that was part of the, the first wave of American producers bringing over a cartoon from Japan like, yep. in the, the late 70s. Um, but it is a good point. So there you go, Kevin. There's your, your Battle of the Planets. Yep. It's in there. Now, have either of you watched Escaflone? Yes, I did see the that. series or the movie? Probably both. Okay. I remember watching the series. It was a while YTV ago. YTV had on, it, right? On, yeah. on, once again, yep. Um, and I, it was one, you know, they had that block because it was like, I think it was on the same time as Dragon Ball Z because yeah. I remember watching it well, when I was in college and I enjoyed the series enough that I remember when I was working in the mall over at the old, good old Georgian mall, uh, <laughs> at uh, Black's Photography, which, uh, if you ever run into me, I can tell you some stories about when I worked in there, but I won't put that on, uh, I won't, I won't re- record those stories for posterity. Um, but uh, yeah, one night I went on a break, walk down the mall, go to the EB, and uh, look around at stuff. Mm-hmm. And they had this gifts box with a really cool box and with like the four DVDs and of like Escaflone the movie. I'm like, what's this? And total impulse buy, which oh, I never make impulse buys. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I think it was. I probably Good dr- thing you were there with me, Printer. I would have totally bought that Eye of Agamotto. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really cool. Words that were said just a week ago. <laughs> but it is really nice. Um, yeah, I, I think I dropped a hundred bucks on this gift set for this movie that I'd never seen that had like soundtracks and all this That's other not bullshit. Bad for oh, a set you know of what? anime. Well, it's not. It's, it's not even the. Good. It's just the movie. The soundtrack. It's not the series. Oh. It was the movie. What's the rest of the discs then? A bunch of stuff I've never watched. <laughs> <laughs> 
Good job, Ryan. Yeah. Good and job. I think movie? It was different than the series, so I was a little disappointed because yeah. it was different than the series, which yeah. they do that, right? I, I've never quite under... Jen, do you know why the, they do that? Is it just a, a way to capitalize and maybe get more money, or...? Uh, I don't know why they... There's... Okay. There's the series. There's also things called OAVs or OVAs. And depending on what series it is, they may or may not have anything to do with each other. I don't know. What does the OVA stand for? I don't remember. Only available on video. Is that what it calls? Or at least in North America, that's what it stood for. So, my example for that, another great series that's magical girlish that I love is Magic Knight Ray Earth. Um, That's the example I go to where the OVA is, or OAV is completely different from the TV show. Like, they, the characters have the same heads, but they're wearing different things, they're in a different world, the plot's different, and I, I don't know for sure. I mean, somebody can look it up, or I can, if you can correct us, if or correct me if I'm wrong, but I always assumed that the OVAs were almost like test screeners to see how the show would go. No, because a lot but of times be they would come out after yeah, the show yeah, was but done I could, or, or halfway through a season. Or it's like fan fiction where it's just like, oh, here's an alternate reality of what yeah. it could be. I don't know. There's a some few Dragon Ball cool. Z ones like that. Like I know over the years I've seen there's some Dragon Ball Z movies that are like, okay, this is like, you know, it's just a straight-to-DVD movie that si- tells a side story or a yeah. prequel story. or But then there's other ones where it's like, yeah, it's really great animation. It's a good story, you know, a good built, you know, put into that like under just under ninety minutes time frame. But it could it doesn't fit into the series at all. But I mean, it could be like comic books where you just have another writer doing another take on it on the same characters. That, that, well, same I don't plot, know what yeah. the cultural yeah, neither do I exactly. But like, and I find quite often like it'll be events that'll happen in like say in. The series, so there's a timeline, like in Dragon Ball Z. So there's a point when Goku goes Super Saiyan for the first time. That's when he gets the, the bright yellow hair. And that happens in a battle. That was a separate guy. No, it's just when you get a different power isn't level. Isn't he like tiny with a monkey tail? That was him when he was a kid. Oh my God, how That was in Dragon show? Ball. It went from Dragon Ball. It's his entire a whole life. Lo- oh, pretty much. Then there's Dragon Ball Z when he's older and has a, his own family and dies a bunch of times and comes back to life. Uh, because you could do that in that world. Um, anyway, sorry. And then, yeah, there's been, now there's Dragon Ball Z Super or Dragon Ball Super. And, and he's, it's, yeah. what, it's when he's in the retirement home? No, he's still the same. He's, no, he's, he's a Saiyan. He has his own Different little... aliens. So it's like Superman, where he's like super strong, but doesn't really age the same as everybody else. No. You can tell I've never watched Dragon Ball. Yeah, that's okay. You know what? But, I didn't have any interest in it until I had to write about it for work. And then, like, some of the stuff that I was reading, I'm like, this is kind of neat. Oh, there's some cool, like, like I said, there's some stinkers. Like, there's some lame episodes. Oh, yeah, yeah but that's And there's true some of funny, you know, characters. There's some lame characters. But then, you know, there's one that's like kind of like almost like a Hulk Hogan type character. And he's like the world champion of wrestling and fighting. And he's just a human and he's nothing. It's like even like the, the Z fighters, as they call them, like uh, Krillin, who's the human. He's probably like the strongest human out there. We could take him with like you know flicking his finger and take him out, but this guy's like oh he's the world champion and he you know that at one point they even there's this whole big tournament and one of the characters lets him beat her I think it was Android eighteen lets mm-hmm. him win so that he wins and becomes because he's like so that way you know she's like oh more or less, I'll give you the money I'll pay you off you know just 
so that he can be champion still. And Aww. I, I kind of like how in some cases there's like these weird, like cultural wraparounds that we don't see in our culture very much. Like, um, it, because I'm a fan of pro wrestling, which I've made that clear in this episode alone. <laughs> but so there was a cartoon. There's a, multiple instances of a cartoon or manga character that they turn into a wrestling character. And then that wrestler takes off with that character. And in the case of one of my favorites, Jushin Thunder Liger, he outlived that series by like decades. <laughs> but then it gets wrapped back around and they do a cartoon about the the wrestler. Nice. Like Tiger Mask is one of those guys where meta. I think it was uh, it was either a manga or an anime first. Then it became the pro wrestler. And then it became uh, a video game character, uh, King something in the in the Tekken series the the guy with the jaguar mask is okay. basically a take on that and then it then it like became another anime series <laughs> it's just it's kind of weird the only thing i could ever think like that in north american culture is sergeant slaughter yeah was a pro wrestler that got turned into a gi joe that got an action figure and he's still a pro wrestler oh he was a wrestler first oh yeah like i always assumed that decades, he was a gi joe first no decades before uh, and he was go. going as Sergeant Slaughter before that? Oh, yeah. Okay. Long time. I thought so. I just wasn't sure. Uh, it was, It's just we went, didn't know about him because he, it was mainly like uh, AWA and not the WWF. Uh, like he yeah. was there in the late 70s, early 80s, but we we weren't old enough to see that. Right? Yeah. So hmm. he made an awesome G.I. Joe, though. Like, he just has the voice yeah. for a cartoon well, character. Like I that. remember before I watched wrestling, before I got into wrestling. Yeah. Seeing him like at the beginning of G- or end of GI Joe they cartoons, they had like the live action with him saying, you know, telling the kids their lesson or something like that, right? You know what the lesson was for I that day. I just assumed that was an actor dressed up like the cartoon. Well, character. see, I just thought so too, and then all of a sudden, you know. But then when I started getting into wrestling, was when he was doing the whole thing where he was like Middle Eastern. Yeah, where he went heel. Yeah, yeah. He went bad guy during the Iraq War and sided with Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Oh my god. And yeah. fought Hulk Hogan, who was you know great American hero. Wrestling hurts my head. I don't even <laughs> watch it, and it hurts my head. Um, oh so my goodness! In instead of geek picks, uh, but I, I think, have one this time. Oh okay. So okay. Anyway, well, yeah, what was your instead of? Well, I was going to say suggest an anime series that. You oh my do, but god! But I've got I've got a geek pick beyond. I just anime suggested theory. a ton. Do you want more? Everything I said, you need to watch or read, especially if you like mythology, history. Well, there's a, there's really? a genre of anime for everybody. Yes. It's just depend. like, I, I like giant robots. That's yep. my thing. If you like tennis, there's Prince of Tennis. Yep. If you like uh, checkers, there's, uh, oh, it's based on the, the game Go. It's Haruka no Go or something like that. Yeah. Um, go to your local library. They usually have huge anime collections yeah. and manga collections. So you can I, you don't have to buy the whole series. You can just take them out of the library. I know. I can't remember what it's called, but I know there's a really popular one from a couple of years ago that's uh, about figure skating. Yeah. And it's like it, and it stars like a gay figure skater and his trainer, but it's been applauded because it's not like it has a lot of anime comedy tropes, but it doesn't. Uh, make fun of the gay relationship yeah. at all? Like it's, it just it's, treats it as yeah. normal. Yeah. Like There's a should. bunch of of manga about cooking. 
Um, there's one about if even if you just if you uh, there's one that I was reading I can't remember what it was called I can picture it in my head but it was about uh, somebody who <laughs> basically became a superstar out of spite and this is why it was great because uh, it was about this girl who uh, was in love with this guy and she she was certain that they were going to get married but he was a I believe a rock star so he left to do his big break and be a rock star and dumped her. And she was so mad that she was like, I am going to be more famous. I think some almost famous. No, that's a movie. Anyway, she's like, I'm going to be more famous than him to rub it in his smug little face. So she becomes, she goes to uh, acting school. She gets a, 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 um, what's the word? An agent. That's the word. She gets an agent (laughs) and she works in, in commercials and she works her way up the ladder and every once in a while, she meets up with her boyfriend, who is was a big asshole. So his, ex. his, his her ex boyfriend. So his star is falling as hers is rising, and she just rubs it in his face, and it's hilarious. I also like Detroit Metal City, which is about this guy who all he wants to do is become like a soft, like pop star, like like his heroes out of Sweden, like just acoustic stuff and like that. And somehow he ends up being the lead singer for like. A heavy, like almost black metal metal band. <laughs> is that in what Japan. that's about? Yeah. Oh, neat. The only thing with it is there's a lot of rape jokes in oh, it that, I don't like, like, that. At, like especially after like the sixth volume of that manga, I'm like, okay, I'm done here. Yeah. <laughs> but the the anime is also pretty good. Hmm. Not as many rape jokes, but it is a bit funny. Oh, another good anime is uh, Samurai Shampoo. Uh, I haven't sat down and watched it yet. Uh, I know you've got it. Yeah, but. it's it's oh, it's so funny. It it takes place in in uh, um, ancient Japan, but a lot of the music and the the movement and everything is mm. more modern. Yep, that's why I think Brent would like it. Yeah, and, we started uh, watching it. We just got derailed from it. I think yeah. we started watching it before we moved here. Yeah, we also started watching Witch Hunter Robin, and we never finished that either. Yeah, that one's good. That's a good one too. I think that's one you would like. I think. Yeah. It was another one YTV aired for a while. Oh, yeah? yeah. <laughs> um, if you like history, I watched one called The Twelve Kingdoms, which is not funny. It's a drama. It's pretty cool. Uh, there was Cyan Koku something, something. Oh, I can't remember now. Oh, did either one of you see the the Marvel manga? Oh, sorry, Marvel anime that was done a few years ago. Where they did like a uh, the, there was Blade, I think it was an Iron Man oh, and, and an X Men, X Men one, yeah. Um, yeah. Those are kind of weird because they're they're like co productions, right? So Marvel hired anime studios to make them. Yeah, they're written. I think they're all written by Warren Ellis, the the, really? the English comic book writer. At least okay. some of them are, huh. and um, but they they are kind of like. The Blade one I really liked. That that just fits anime. That kind of storyline fits really well. The X-Men one was good. The Iron Man one... Uh... I don't quite remember the Iron Man one, but I do remember that, yeah, I enjoyed the X-Men one. Yeah. It had a good team, too. Like, it was a good grouping like, of X-Men. They put uh, uh, armor in that one, right? The, yes. The, uh, yeah, armor the was from... in it because you know, they went it's back kind... to Japan. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of... Ba- like. Elements of that are taken from Joss Whedon's X Men run. Like it's not based strictly on it, but it's got bits and pieces of it in there. The team is definitely his, or, or parts good of his. Part of it. Yeah, so I don't. Like, I think Emma Frost was on the team. Yeah. Um, 
Cyclops, Cyclops Wolverine. Wolverine. I don't think Colossus. No, you're right. Yeah. Uh, and they got rid of Shadowcat too. Cause she yeah. But but anyway, I digress. Those were kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wonder they were on Netflix. I don't know if they still are. Oh, are they? They were hmm. a long time. Yeah, ago. that's because that's how I saw the X Men one. Yeah. No. Was because it was on. Netflix. I found them online. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so if we're not doing geek picks, then I just have a final. Well, we can do geek plug. picks. Well, my geek pick will be my final plug. Okay, what's your plug? That's what you want to do. Uh, Well, because I know Gavin's writing stuff down, Squirrel Girl. There you go. Because now I just have to all the time. And like I said before, the reasons I like Squirrel Girl is very similar to the reasons that I like Sailor Moon. But um, last year, I think it was, was the 25th anniversary of Sailor Moon, the manga, which you should read. It's fantastic. Um, And so they redid Sailor Moon uh, and called it Sailor Moon Crystal, which is a lot more true to the manga storyline than the 1990s anime, uh, which was a lot more for kids and it's goofier and it's funnier. And Sailor Moon Crystal is a little bit closer to the manga. Watch both. They are awesome. But along with the resurgence of Sailor Moon, they also, and I just noticed this when we were at um, the Toronto Comic-Con in March, mm-hmm. uh, My other, another one of my absolute favorite animes, Cardcaptor Sakura, has a new manga series and anime called Cardcaptor Sakura Clear Card. And I have not watched the anime yet because um, I don't know where to download it. Um, maybe I will ask Ryan very nicely if he can look for it for me. Nope, he's shaking his head. Anyway, I'll buy it when it comes out. But anyway, I got the manga in the meantime. So I have the first, the first three volumes are out. I don't think volume four is out yet. Um, or if it is, I haven't bought it. And if you like Card Captor Sakura, this is the sequel. So it's kind oh, of so like. So it's a continuation. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like season three of Card Captor Sakura. So you have to have read or watched uh, the first two uh, arcs to read okay. this third one. But it picks up where it lets, it's left off. And um, Card Captor is the cutest anime I have ever watched or read because the, the protagonist is a magical girl, but she's 10. So it's a lot of, uh, she's using her magical powers to capture these uh, wayward spirits that are supposed to be sealed in playing cards called cloud cards. Mm. Um, And so to do that, she uses her magic wand, which is a staff, and she has to say the magic world's words. And then she can use the captured cards to capture other cards. So some of them are more powerful than others. So she can gather the weak ones easily enough. And then she has to use her cards together to capture the more dangerous ones. And, uh, her best friend Tomoyo is, uh, big into fashion design. So always makes her really cute little outfits and it is so adorable. So if you like girly stuff and magical girls, definitely, definitely, definitely watch card capture Sakura. So those, that's my geek pick, I guess. Good pick. Good pick. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, okay, so I guess if we're going to stay on theme... You don't have to. Uh, I did say Squirrel Girl. I know you did, but <laughs> that's expected. It would be weird if you didn't. Because <laughs> I know Gavin's listening and counting. <laughs> yeah, but he's a little behind because he didn't listen to the solo episode until he went and saw the movie. Oh, and oh just okay. saw fair it enough, the other day. fair enough. But... Uh, yeah, you know it's been out there long enough, and you can find it. I'll recommend Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, yeah. It's got fighting. It's got you know some emotional stories. Like even if you just want to try to find one of the sides, you know, little made for TV, you know, the direct-to-video mm. movies. Like the first direct-to-video movie I saw, which I found it on VHS, 
when I was uh, on my big trip to uh, Manhattan in college and uh, was the untold story of, of Trunks. And there's this whole storyline where there's a character. It's one of the characters you really like, isn't it? Yeah, and it's yeah. part of partly because this. Other, I watched this movie and it made the character look really cool. And uh, it's the purple-haired character that you see running around with the blue jacket and the sword. He's like the only one with the sword too, so he's got a sword. So it's cool. Swords are cool. <laughs> and uh, so he comes from the future. For from a, it's an alternate. They do their time travel as uh, ends up creating like alternate timelines. Because mm. when he does go back to his future, uh, the events that he changed and ends up helping to change in the past don't uh, don't change his future. Okay. But uh, yeah, so he's you know it's uh, this untold story because if you just watch the series, all of a sudden this character, you know, shows up. Helps to save the day, and and they were like, who, "Who the fuck is this guy?" And they never really tell his story. And then this is his story. Like, and he's around, and you learn more about him. But like, this is the story of him growing up and why he decides to, you know, go into the past to change the future because he's from this like dystopian future where the androids showed up and like killed everybody. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Yep. I must admit the uh, the figures for those are pretty cool. The yeah. figures and the there's like model kit figures. Yeah, I've the seen guy some on of those. The floosh, it, he's building those. He doesn't even watch the show. Oh apparently. no! So, but he just likes the look of them. Okay. <laughs> and I know uh, the one thing I will give Dragon Ball Z credit for is their characters look different. Yes, like the animation style is very unique. Yeah, and distinct. Well, not just that. Like the characters amongst themselves look different. Like there's yeah. a good variety of guys, and that's part of the reason why he buys the model kits and builds them. Yep. Is yeah, like there's so many different things yeah. there. Um, well, one thing I also like about their straight to video movies, mm-hmm. they tend to have because they've you know they use the North American voice actors, and so they change out the music that's in it too. Yeah, and because of the time frame, a lot of these direct to video movies were made. It's got like some real like the 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 hard rock hard you know, alternative rock yeah. music that you know we were listening to in college like it, like the, uh, shows up in 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 these videos yeah <laughs> so it's like, like yeah! the, the uh, street fighter anime movie did you ever see that no i've never oh, they made an anime good, movie it's oh yeah it's uh starring Jean-Claude Van Damme no no oh okay it's an animated movie oh the, no i haven't but, seen like, it it's like Alice in Chains is on the soundtrack silver chair it's like that 90s grunge metal era yeah. is all throughout the entire thing <laughs> um i'm going to go with well two things cuz i can cheat a little uh <gasps> cheater the first one that I'm going to go with is the the Star Wars comic. I think I've featured it before. Um, it's so good, though. It, but it's it's just gotten... It's filling in so many plot holes, or not plot holes, like story holes. I really got to read it from yeah. the start. The last story arc was all based around how they convinced the Mon Calamari to get involved in the Rebellion. Oh, cool. Because the, uh, the Empire is taking over their planet, basically. And it's really, really well done. I, I thought about stopping getting the floppies when Jason Aaron left the series, the guy who wrote it for the, the first like good chunk of that issues. But um, but then it was taken over by the dude who was writing Darth Vader, and that book was so good that I'm like, ah, I'll keep on it for a while. But Ryan and I both noticed there's an interesting teaser for the 50th issue, which is either the next issue or two issues. I think now. it's the next issue. I think it's the next one. Where it talks about like the the empire is going to 
Like, uh, there's, we're getting another confrontation with the Imperials, but it says something about the Empire Strikes Back in the, the, the text for it. Ooh. So I'm wondering if we're now going to start to get in more closer to the period where they, the, like, we find out how they find Hoth and oh, neat. To get that base. Like, there's a lot of stories to tell in yeah. between, well, definitely in between Star Wars and Empire. Yeah. There's a shorter time frame between Empire and Jedi, but even then there's some cool stuff that can be done. But there's also a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that they can talk about, too. Yeah. So it's it, it, it's been a great series so far. I, I highly recommend picking it up in, in trades if you want to get caught up. And uh, if you want to know why I love pro wrestling, watch the, the latest match between Kenny Omega and... Uh, uh, Okada. Oh, that was from that's New two Japan. out of three that's rounds. That's two out of three. It's amazing storytelling, and one of the characters is involved in a quasi-gay storyline, and it's treated seriously, not like a joke. So it's pretty awesome, like all the way around, both socially and wrestling-wise. So, and what's his tag team with his partners? What's their name again? Well, it translates into the Golden Lovers. <laughs> It's a little weird, but yep. in, in only case, in Japan. But, yeah. Yep. But they're it's not like a flamboyant like, you know, if one of them is really feminine or anything. No, they're no. just two dudes who love each other, and that's kind of awesome. Mhm. So, that's it for this week. Can I uh, can I just say one more thing? Yes. So, since we were talking about anime for this whole uh, episode, I just want to throw it back to the listeners. If you are a fan of anime, um if you have Instagram, you can uh um Tag us. That's the word. Oh, my gosh. Uh, tag us on Instagram with your anime collection. Let's see what figurines you have, yep. what anime you have, what manga you have. Uh, you can post it on our Facebook page. And, Tell us uh, what the anime that you like. Yeah. Uh, Rose, I'm pointing this question directly at you because I know you watch a lot more than we do. Yes. And or they, you're used to at any rate. <laughs> and Rose has also supplied us with some anime. So yes. Thank you. So, yeah, let us know what your favorite anime is. If there's, uh, based on what you've heard us talking about, if there's anything you'd like to recommend to any of us, uh, mythological, religious, giant robots fighting in space, uh, let us know. We're always up for new stuff. Yep. And with that, that's the end of this episode. Yeah. Uh, find I, us on our Twitters and our, our Instagrams, Instagrams, our Facebooks, whatever I'm, I'm all that stuff Instagram is. Instagram my anime collection. Ooh, there you go. Oh, that's, my Sailor Moon collection, I yeah, should that's say. That's going to take a little while. Well, it'll be more than one picture. <laughs> it's kind of spread around the house. Yeah, and your figures. and. Yep. Um, Kevin will hopefully be back with us next week, or next episode, I should say. And I think you'll probably be Incredibles 2 and maybe a couple other things, depending on how much stuff we have to see in that time. So excited for Incredibles 2. (laughs) So excited. But for uh, Ryan and Jen, this is Brent. And uh, stay tuned for another episode of True North Nerds. Bye-bye. Bye. Set your phasers to sexy. You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under, surprise, True North Nerds. And you can reach them by email at truenorthnerds at gmail.com. If you like the opening theme song, it's called Set Your Phasers to Sexy by Kirby Crackle from the album Sounds Like You. 
Please go to KirbyCrackleMusic.com or look them up on iTunes and buy everything that they have made. You won't regret it. So set your phasers to succeed.